Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. You beat me to it. I was going to say hello, hello, hello. Uh-huh. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. Yes. Pretty excited for tonight. We uh so we'll get the we'll get the 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 laundry list, the grocery list out of the way first. There's nothing going on. We ain't got nothing going on. We don't have a list. There's nothing going on. It's uh our pantry is full. Our uh refrigerator is stocked and we still can't leave our house. So, we uh, wanted to talk to you real quick about maybe joining us over on Discord. How do you do that? For as little as 50 cents an episode, go to patreon.com slash by the by podcast and uh, you can support us there and then hop onto our Discord chat, chat with all of our folks. And you can talk to the lovely couple that we're about to talk to now. So we, uh, without further ado, I guess we jump into yeah, a conversation with uh, Naughty and Rocket. We love you, Angela. Yay, I'm so glad. Sucking up already. <laughs> no, nah, he knows where his bread's buttered. Oh, my God. Yeah, between <laughs> your buns. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so today we have Naughty and Rocket with us. If you're a longtime podcast listener, you will remember our conversations with them probably Three years ago? Way, way, way long ago. Yeah, in the way, way past. Yes, yes, too, too long ago. And they still talk to us. That's true. Suckers. Hello, Naughty and Rocket. Hello. Hello, Bradford and Angela. Would you like to say anything else in introduction of yourselves? I think we'll probably get to that. Ooh, <laughs> oh, all right. I love her. She turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we've brought uh, Naughty and Rocket on today to talk about hot wifing and cuckolding. And why will make sense in a little while. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. However, first we're going to define those terms because not everybody out there knows what they mean, right? Right. And admittedly, there's a bit of self-definition involved with them. Uh, depending on who you ask, they can be defined slightly differently. But we're just, I'm going to go with the generally accepted internet definitions at the moment broad strokes most folks yes so hot wife is a married woman who has sexual relationships outside of her marriage with the full knowledge and consent of her husband who himself does not have affairs so hot wifing is a wife sharing arrangement or act of carrying out such affairs 
Uh, the idea of hot wifing comes from the concept of a husband showing off and sharing his quote-unquote hot wife. The non-monogamous arrangement is related to a cuckolding fetish, and many, but not all, husbands in such a relationship refer to themselves as cuckolds or hot wifers. Which leads us to the next definition. Which is cuckolding. Cuckold. So a cuckold is the husband of an adulterous wife. The wife of an adulterous husband is a cuck queen. Cuck queen. Uh, in biology a cuckold is a male who unwittingly invests his parental effort in juveniles who are not genetically his offspring i do love that there's a biological definition for the word cuckold well because that was not in my biology 101 class because the word originally comes from the cuckoo bird because they lay their eggs in other birds nests oh my god my mind just exploded Uh, so, and it's cuckoo, not cuckoo. Cuckoo, God, sure, fine. It. Also, in the U.S. Southeast, it's the uh, cowbird. Yeah. They'll also do that. So yeah. they'll take a uh, bird's nest, they'll lay their eggs, and then they'll fuck off. And then the cowbird's eggs uh, will hatch first, and they kick out the other eggs or the babies because they're little fucking cunts. <laughs> and then, like, you'll see this giant cowbird being fed by this wee little sparrow. And the little sparrow's like, yeah, you're my baby. You're a fucking ugly baby, but you're still my baby. <laughs> and that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm so excited. So I didn't know that. Back to the term cuckold. Oh, sorry. We uh, it it <laughs> was first used in the mid 1200s. So it's been used in literature for a very, very long time. Uh, it was actually very common in Shakespeare's writing. And so a number of his characters suspected that they were cuckolds. Um, and cuck queen was first used around the mid 1500s. So both of these terms have been around for a very, very long time. In fact, a lot of people don't realize this, but cuck queen was the first tramp stamp. Fifteen fifty-eight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lady uh-huh. Are you sure? Because right that was before the term actually came about. Right on. What did you say? Fifteen. It was fifteen sixty-two, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, she was a pioneer. Okay, and sure. She was like right across the spine. We'll go with that. Uh huh. Cut queen. It takes a while to go viral. Yeah, I mean, right, right. <laughs> um, back then, viral was things like syphilis. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> let's make it very clear though that cuckold is not always a cisgendered or heterosexual male. No. Because you often will see it in gay relationships and, and other types of relationships as well. So let's make that very clear as well from the beginning. We may talk about these things in cisgendered... Cisgendered. cisgendered. <laughs> it's my favorite cookie. <laughs> cisgendered heterosexual relationship terms, but they're not always applicable in those terms as well. So just for ease. I had anyway. me a cisgenderbred man. <laughs> Yeah, so the cuckoldress, the cuck queen, is not always a woman, and the the bull or the cuckold is not always a man. So. Cuckoldress. Cuckoldress. I mean, are, they, are they born and forged in cuckoldrons? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. One cock ring to rule them all. <laughs> My precious. So, so based on those definitions, or your own definitions, and feel free to redefine for yourself, yes. how do you define your relationship? Do you see it more cuckolding, hot wifing, something else? Well, I've never been able, I've never been able to adopt any of the ter- terminologies for myself. If somebody asked me, and this is absolutely ridiculous, but I would say that we were monogamous and faithful because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. <clears throat> you know, we fucked both of you, right? Yeah, like, I have. I have firsthand and mouth experience that differ, that that disagrees with your definition. You are so right, but in the ways that matter. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I don't matter? <laughs> Goddamn, Rocket! You right out of the gate, you just cutting deep. 
Let, well, let, let's hear her definition. Let, let's hear what she says. Well, you want me to cry a little more? Yeah. <laughs> I think we probably fit the hot wifing definition more than the coupling. Um, that's not to say that he doesn't engage. Mm-hmm. But we typically have always been more about um, adding another guy to the bedroom. We've uh, gone with the couple thing a bit more recently, which has been really good. But um, but there's no, well, you didn't give in your definition anything about humiliation and, and that's always the thing that's really made me go, uh-uh, that's not what we do because there's mm-hmm. no interest in that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that gets into the why would someone want to do this? And humiliation is typically one of the primary reasons that, the internet will tell you is why this is done. Well, I'm um, going to say that cuckolding has that yes. um, that that connotation of humiliation. Mm-hmm. You're doing this because he's not good enough. I'm, mm-hmm. The only reason I'm fucking this air quote bull uh, is because my partner isn't good enough. And it, yeah, I, that's not something. It's it's really funny. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. lay it out really quickly. I love the term cuckold i think it's a great word um now that i know it's related to cuckoo birds i love it even more um (laughs) i think hot wifing is such a fucky wanker term it's the same thing but it's these fucking millennial trendy people who are like oh i don't like cuckolding so let's call it hot wifing uh that makes me sound like i have power and i'm like ugh, it i hate that term put it out there i know that uh i often mince my words um, I don't, if you like the term, fine, that's great. That's good for you. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just, I think you're a sexy, powerful woman who has a partner that wants you to enjoy all of your, uh, all of the earthly pleasures that you can, but that's harder to fit on a, on a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a long hashtag. And I think, <laughs> so if you pitch it, like, so the hashtag thing is very much the simple way that people are splitting up their chunk of cuckoldry to their sort of thing. And I think Hot Wife would have been the only thing that was available for what we're doing probably until five years ago, well, that, that I was aware of anyway. And then the stag and vixen thing popped out. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that term. Yeah. Look, and I don't know. I don't know whether it was the UK stag and vixen or whoever came up with that. But um, I do think that that probably fits our thing a bit better. So that because it is that, you know, cuckolding has that real, these days in particular, has that humiliation thing. And I think it probably did back in the 1500s. I mean, that's what you're going to call someone a cuckold and, mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff is to humiliate them. Yeah. So it has that, that element to it. Um, and then you get the the hot wifing, which is just sort of the you go off and do your thing and I'll just, you know, mm-hmm. sit back here sort of thing. But I think the, the stag and vixen had that this is an equivalent relationship. There isn't, you know, there's, the power is roughly equivalent and so you don't need to have one person Notice he says that with a question mark. And, and and looking at you like, like right, baby? Right? Yeah. right. Just checking. I'm not going to get a smack up the back of the head for that. <laughs> yeah, so it is, I think that's probably what I would, um, if I was hashtagging, that's probably the smarter way for me to go. 
And I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know whether we come across it even much, given that you don't do the socials. I don't socials really engage so in the socials. So, no, I get a surprise when you show me what's happening and who's liking what. <laughs> so, more stag vixen than perhaps hot wife cuckold. Yeah, so I suppose to explain what we would do more often, and, and it has evolved as all things do, but we started off very much as um, I was very comfortable with Rocket getting her pleasure from other guys and I didn't need to chase another female because I thought that she was everything and, and I still do. Why, thank you, sir. Um, but that, so we have done more the, the couples thing in whatever number of years it's been, but it's still um, probably more my preference, not preference. So I very much enjoy that side of a, the relationship. I think that's really good fun. So when we've done that, however, for the majority of the time up until probably relatively recently, it's been... 100% me being involved the whole time, pretty much. So, which sort of doesn't fit that cuckold, doesn't even probably fit the hot wifing mm-hmm. thing so much. Just the MFM threesome thing was the whole, what it was all about. Yeah, really. yeah. Oh. So the other one that you could just do is hashtag MFM, which sort of says that we're there together doing, doing that thing or threesome or whatever. If you said threesome, though, everybody thinks FMF. Yeah. Um, but if you did um, MM, MFM, I did get corrected many years ago and told that MMF meant that guys were by and that everything was happening and whatever. Um, people obviously try and subdivide everything under the sun. So MFM was, is probably a better hashtag if you went down that line for our thing. Uh, so I think that, you know, things change and everything, but that's probably our dynamic mostly. I also think that's my favorite radio station. Hello and welcome to MFM. All sexy music all the time. But we want it to be video radio. (laughs) Yes. 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 Okay, so that kind of gets into a little bit of why you would do this. Uh, So some of the reasons that people give for, and this is mainly more around cuckolding, perhaps, than hot wifing, and certainly the MFM scenario. Um, but one of the first reasons that always comes up, which I'm not sure I believe, but it comes up, is the biology or competition theory. And so by watching your partner have sex with somebody else, you're then going to ejaculate harder, you're going to have more sperm and a shorter refractory period, all of that. Ooh, I like this. Naughty, do you have uh, <laughs> examples? Yes, the, I think the fairy wrens are probably the best example here. They I are. Love, the I love this already. This is a all right, episode. All right, settle so in, settle in, folks. <laughs> <laughs> they are the dirtiest sods around. Like the, yeah, anyway, no, that's probably not true. I don't know about the refractory period of a fairy wren. I have to admit. <laughs> oh, I think we need to do a study. <laughs> this is. I just want to cut that and that be like the the tagline for this. I don't know about the refractory period of a of a fairy wren. I, I see a new project on my horizon. Um, so if you've never seen a fairy wren, go stop everything, Google it now. It's this adorable. The at least the males are the females are drab and plain like all birds. Uh, the male is this beautiful, bright, iridescent cerulean blue. 
gorgeous little bird. Um, they're about the size of a ping pong ball with a tail that sticks straight up in a fuck you kind of fashion. Uh, and that's kind of their attitude. They're, they're not afraid of anything. Uh, but please continue. Naughty. Now I am flummoxed as to where I was. Uh, so talking about competition theory with very, yeah. Oh, look, everything that's going to turn you on is going to make you go a bit harder when you're back with your wife. So that has some relevance, I suppose. But in reality, I mean, that, yeah, not too many biological things behind that, I suspect. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm not sure because of that, what you just said you know, you're going to be more turned on. So mm-hmm. maybe that is kind maybe. of the thing. And maybe like, I would love to see the studies on uh, sperm count mm-hmm. uh, pre and post a... I'm sure somebody's done this, right? Like, how do you get uh, a university to okay this? <laughs> like, sperm count around cuckolding situations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that... Uh, uh-huh. yeah. I'm just thinking that if I said to him... Oh, impregnate me, baby. Like, I reckon that would be the end of the evening. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> See, that fits in, though, with that, well, maybe it's a reasonable theory that the shape of a guy's cock head is designed to clean out the previous mm, Right, sure. So, like, if you... If you link enough things together, it sort of makes sense, I suppose. And, you know, we can probably make this a fact very quickly. But um, yeah. I will spend some time on Google Scholar tomorrow. Yes, okay. And, Excellent. 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 Look up a humpback versus southern right whales. You'll find some interesting stuff there about this Ooh. theory. All right. I love that we're now a biology podcast. Yeah. <laughs> stay, stay tuned. We may have some extras. <laughs> Uh, So another reason why that's given is sexual jealousy and also compersion. So the flip side of that, uh, humiliation, we've already talked about, submission. Uh, Also the fact that it's just taboo. So non-monogamy is not something that's generally accepted in many places. And so, you know, you're doing something that's just a little bit taboo and there's a little bit of excitement around that. And also a bit of interest in bisexuality, perhaps. So those are some of the really common reasons. Uh, I would be interested to know why you guys started out down this path. What what got you first interested in this? Um, for me, that that it's something naughty and dirty is certainly part of it. That's mm-hmm. that has the thrill. Uh, I also it's interesting the the compersion thing. I think that's part of it and wanting. Um, opportunities but the viewing pleasure is pretty mm-hmm. big in there as well so and there's a whole bunch of stuff around that just viewing pleasure you know the man it's so sexy like that meme that i we sent you a while back that like that's the first time i've fiddled with something and rocket's gone oh shit yeah that's dead on like, <laughs> that, that's actually pretty good um it just works so yeah. i think that, you know, those elements of you're doing something forbidden and we might get into some of those sorts of doing mm-hmm. stuff that's slightly naughty later in the conversation. But I think that there's a big chunk of that, I'm for, for us anyway, um, and one of the, the early bits in our relationship was me saying, oh, I think it would be pretty hot to get some photos of you with another guy. So I'd, 
I love the photography side of things and that element of being able to step back a bit, take some photos and then look at them later as well as at the moment, that's definitely part of the, the thrill for me. That sounds really hot to me. There's something really interesting there too because you're adding a voyeurism yeah. kind of to it, which, which I think is really interesting because by looking through a camera lens rather than looking with your eyes, which I know you're doing as well, but you're really taking yourself out of the situation uh, and making it more of a kind of a, a secret third party. Mm-hmm. You know, not only are you uh, in, in, in watching your, your partner uh, play with somebody else, you're also doing it from somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, and I think there's a few photos that I really like that are taken from outside the room looking in oh. or a mirror or something like that, uh, that, yeah, maybe you're onto something. Maybe oh, you're onto something. Uh-huh. Work me out. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is also therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but this stuff has taken me a long time to get my head around, like, for uh, – it's been a very difficult thing for me to relax and just go with whatever's going on and enjoy it because I am worried about what if I'm not paying you enough attention and what if yeah. mm-hmm. you're sitting in the corner steaming because I'm not doing whatever and we've just come to the agreement that, well, actually if he needs some attention, he'll get right in my face and I won't be able to miss the face. <laughs> <laughs> we just go from there. And I think um, it's only very recently that I've been able to go, okay, well, I'm just not going to worry about you. It's your responsibility to let me know if there's something going on and I'll just do my thing. Seems fair enough. A lot of of years of me saying I'm finding it incredibly hot. Mm -hmm. If I'm sitting back watching what's happening, that's still incredibly hot. That's ticking all my boxes. Um, So it's funny how long it takes some people to catch under what you're saying. (laughs) But that's also a lot of societal... You know, just society pushing into you for so many years saying that you have to give your partner all the attention. So when you're in a scenario where you're with your partner and someone else, you don't want to feel like you're ignoring your partner. And it's also, there's a bit of trust in that your partner will speak up if they need something, but also society will tell you that, you know, you don't want to inconvenience someone. So you don't want to like really bring it to their attention unless it's really, really a problem. And so you like, I may not think that my partner's necessarily going to speak up for themselves until it's too far and it's too much of an issue so there's a lot of societal pressures on both sides to where i can see that it would take a lot to get over that and to be able to just relax and say okay i trust you to say something or to to get in my face if there's a problem but that's a lot of years of undoing to get to that point and we also had a few situations where um early in early days where things didn't go that way and 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 you know you'd come to the end and do your debrief and the mm. You know, training session. <laughs> and you'd find that actually you did something that wasn't um, greatly appreciated. Right. And you, you know, and then you go, oh shit, well, mm. how was I meant to know that? And then yeah. you get yeah. worried about doing something like that again. And Yeah, and, and it does take a lot of growing, you know, from my side in communicating and just doing exactly what you said, Angela, is saying, I'm not going to let that societal pressure to just shut up and sit back. Yeah. I'm going to actually step forward and and say at this moment, and I don't know when. So there is a story that we should get onto at some point about this and how sort of that that holding back 
through lots of little bits of chipping away is not a good thing. But Why not now? Let's go for it. All right. So um, to step into a much broader story, we managed to hook ourselves a manicorn or he hooked us or whichever way it goes in this stuff at one stage. So for us, the manicorn was the dude that really got our relationship and understood how we worked and how he worked in that um, set of three interacting relationships. And we caught up with him very regularly. Um, We all had to travel in that process and it cost us a fortune to do so, but it was well worth it. And then at one point we were chatting and as all West Aussies do, we chatted about maybe we should just bugger off to Bali and do this because, you know, the food's cheaper, the accommodation's cheap, all that sort of stuff and do something different. Bali's not um, our prime destination. So in the end, we went to Thailand with the manicorn for 10 days and it was a sex fest. Um, But... (laughs) I don't see a problem with this. (laughs) And, and we had some great travel, great food, great sex, all that stuff. But, you know, there's some elements in there that are a bit difficult. When we travel pretty well together, I think, most of the time. But when you add a third person in there, there's another element there. And I was just getting... Also, sorry to interrupt, but we've travelled with you guys and that's mm-hmm. adding two more people, but that's different because you two are a unit and we're a unit and we can do whatever. But this was just adding a third person. Yeah. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just getting a little bit, um, a little bit precious about not being the. I don't know. Sometimes it was not being the primes, and that's not meant in a um, a superiority sense, but in a focus sense. Like I wasn't being the first focus, and also sometimes it was it was more about. Just having, you know, been a slightly to one side, but it was more on the common day stuff. This was not in the bedroom. This was just if we're doing X, walking down the street, then Rocket's talking to the manicorn and I'm sort of, you know, this is Thailand. There is not three people's room on a right. side sort of thing. Um, and so I'm either in front or behind or wherever I am. And so I did crack it a bit at one point. Well, I didn't. I just sulked. And Rocket Rocket said, what the fuck's wrong with you, basically? And so I had to step up and say, I'm being sooky because of, you know, this issue in the background. And then her explanation was very simple. Like, he is the extra person. He is the one on the outside all the time. And he needs that. And then you have to go, right. I just need to suck that one up and just move on. So mm. but that growth, I think, is is hard work at times, but it's, you know, it's really valuable as well. And it takes a lot of communication on, on all fronts to, to get to that point and to do that, yeah. It's interesting because yeah. I completely understand where you're coming from. However, for me, I love that. Like I love kind of being left alone. Uh, being an only child, I sometimes I, – I love – I love Angela to bits, but sometimes when we're somewhere, I'm kind of like, I wish there was a third person who could talk to her about the mundane stuff that she wants to talk about. And I could just sort of be 
just me and wander around, which again, you'll notice when we travel with you all, sometimes I kind of go off on my own. I mm-hmm. kind of disappear mm-hmm. for a little while. And like, I, it's not like I'm far away. I'm, I'm like a dog. I'm just like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going around. I'm smelling things. But you're still inside. <laughs> I, I'm still inside because I don't want my pack to leave me and I'm <laughs> chewing on bones and weeing on things. Uh, but like, I just need to get away for a bit. So I, while I understand exactly what you're talking about, uh, me, I'm kind of like, oh, that sounds great. <laughs> And I think we would manage that better now. I think we've, the way we do things and the understanding that we have is better now. Mm -hmm. I think it would be okay. And one of the prime things that we've had to come to with all of this that makes a difference in all the stuff you discuss is assuming the best of your partner. So if something is making you go, what the fuck, you just assume the best. Assume that they're not trying to piss you off. They're not deliberately doing something they know that you wouldn't like. Um, and you might need to talk about it and find out what's behind it. But but make the assumption that that it's the best case scenario, not the worst. And it's not purposeful. Right. And yeah. Yeah. That makes and sense. And if you say, please don't ever fucking do that again, that's fine. But you're saying it from a place of, but I know you didn't deliberately do that to cause harm. Right. right. But I don't in fact, that's probably one of our, become one of our rules, you know, our sort of let's guide ourselves by this is treat the person with respect and think you trust them, you love them, they trust you and love you. Yeah, they're trying to do the right thing. They're not trying to piss you off. They're not trying to totally disregard your feelings. So what other rules and boundaries do you have? And do they change from like, scenario to scenario or like hot wifing or I guess stag vixen kind of scenarios versus when you meet up with a couple are they different rules and boundaries or are they very similar they're pretty similar these days we've kind of evolved to a the basic rule is let's just go with the flow and see what happens Uh Um, we like to have that conversation with people particularly couples I think because it's easier if it's just one person, but if you've got two people in the mix. So we like to have that conversation that says, hey, if one of you decides partway through this that you're not really into it and you'd rather sit back and take some pictures or you want to call a stop to things or you want to whatever, mm-hmm. we're all good with that and we won't have a problem with it. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we keep things together. We don't tend to go off separately, but... Maybe we will because there's been some talk about that at some point. Stay um, tuned. <laughs> and we have. We, we have, have had done. a couple of yeah. separate type incidents, like Manicorn putting the key under the door at the hotel where we were all staying in different rooms and then Naughty saying to me, well, the key's there, so you should probably go. Um, you know, a few little things like that. We haven't done much. But um, that's nice too because then you can just sleep and not have somebody in the bed with you, and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, fine. <sighs> but in the early stages, you think, yeah, but what if? What if he's in the hotel room, really stressed out, really worrying about what's True. going on? Right yeah, now? yeah. Um, yeah. I'm more speaking for myself. But to I be think honest. that, and that also comes with time and experience and and knowledge that your partner again will speak up if there's a problem. So. Assuming the best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that what they say to you is what they actually mean. I think that's so, great. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think the other rules are probably the standard ones. You know, we're going to wear. So we started off with protection, condoms for head jobs. Um, that went out the window probably relatively quick as that doesn't taste so good. In they don't taste good. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time. I mean, it is all about risk assessment and, you know, how much of a risk is a disease from oral versus, you know, whatever. So um, I think that was probably one that we threw out the window relatively early. Uh, we've still got a no anal, no PIA. Yeah, probably that's penis and anal yeah. mm-hmm. rule. And I, that started out probably as a discussion of let's keep something for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I would be willing to reappraise that for the, um, for the bright star of a really good double penetration scene. So, a volunteer's <laughs> tribute. <laughs> Double penetration is fucking hard work. It's like, so much work. Yeah. yeah, it's it is, and it's not near as sexy as people think that it is. No, <laughs> and like, yeah, maybe it should just be one of those fantasy things. But I swear to God, we're, <laughs> no, not the God, someone else. But we are going to nail that, and you're going to have a fat time. With two fat times. Um, Oh, my God. So, but having said that, uh, one of the elements that concerns me is Rocket does really like Adel. And she is not great at saying, whoa, 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 I think that's gone too far. Uh, Mm. Trust. (laughs) Because there's this element that is I'm going to get there and it's fucking hot. And so that concerns me. I don't know how much it concerns you, but it certainly concerns me. So I think that, you know, that we've got to get that right as well. But yeah. I mean, come on, Naughty. What's the worst that could happen? So her insides get rearranged a little. (laughs) (laughs) The worst that could happen, Bradford, is I'm not allowed there for a month or something like that. Wait, how often do you all have anal? Actually, the worst thing that could happen is there could be a trip to the hospital. Yeah, which results in me not going there. <laughs> I love it. He's not worried about explaining it to the doctor. <laughs> no, I'll just push her out the door. At the, the <laughs> tuck tuck and roll, day. babe. Tuck and roll. Wow. <laughs> Goddamn. Whereas in reality, he'd be coming in with me and I'd be, t- be pretending to be mute. Oh. <laughs> yes. Hi. Um, my mime friend over here got railed and <laughs> she texted me and I thought she was in a box, but apparently it didn't go in the box and that's why we're here. Yep. <laughs> Admittedly for listeners out there, this is not a video cast, so you did need a little bit of movement oh, there. Oh, they knew. But they I'm knew what pretty sure most people know what yeah. was going on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm in a box. Why am I in a bloody box? Why can't I see this box? Everybody knows what I'm doing. Yeah. We all love mimes. We've seen mimes. Yeah. You thought I was going to say hate mimes, but I don't. I love mimes. I would love to, like, fuck the shit out of a mime because they'd be be going. 
when I'm like, I don't know if you like it or hate it, but I'm going to pretend you like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People knew what I was doing. Video. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That's great. So how do you guys typically meet people? Like, how do you, do you meet people online? Do you meet people in person? How do you vet them? What does this process look like? And then has it changed over time since you started? It's mostly RHP, but when I think about the long-term friends we've made, it hasn't been. So it's been, um, so we met you guys through Twitter posts and then saying, hey, we're going to come and meet you. And then, you know, saying hello. Um, we've met people through being at Desire in Mexico. It's one of my favourite things. We met a couple there um, that we got along really well with. They said, come see us if you're ever back in the States. We went and saw them. They took us out on their yacht and then they said, we're going home to the families for Thanksgiving. Do you want to come on a road trip? Oh, and wow. Took them for, you know, to stay with the family. And, it, like, you, you can't pay for experiences like that when you go on holiday. No, yeah. And, and they're long-term friends and I think, you know, time will tell, but I think they're lifetime friends and I think the same of you guys. And um, so, yes, we meet people through RHP mostly, but a lot of the long-term relationship type things you build haven't been through that. And, and an RHP is the preference, I think, because you've got that whole profile thing. So you, you can look at someone and, and get a bit of assessment. We have had one um, spectacularly successful meetup through Instagram, which was a little <laughs> bit bizarre, but... Um, it was ended, a lot bizarre. It was. It was. The story is just the strangest story, but ended up with meeting this lovely couple who, um, you know, we're just Facebook friend them today, so it's taken that next step. Oh, my all. God. When do you all get Ooh. married? <laughs> <laughs> and we expect them to come visit us. You know, all those things are happening, but... You know, that's a, a very unusual way, but I think it would probably only happen with couples, that scenario. So guys is really in that RHP thing because you red hot pie for those that are outside Australia. Um, you are looking at a, at a much fuller story and it can all be bullshit. Like I understand that, yeah. but it's better than some random off Reddit or wherever messaging you and saying, hey, how about it? And you look at their profile and there's nothing there. You know, you're not going to go with that oh, because there is a lot of interest out there. Mm. So, you know, this is not um, being conceited, I don't think, to say you get swamped with interest. Yeah. And trying to work your way through how you choose out of the 20 messages that are there that morning it's pretty easy. Like if you if there's no profile, then they're gone. If there's no photo, like just don't even bother, dude. Just move on. So there's a, probably a few things in amongst that that um. If they send a dick pic and two words, want to fuck, they're gone. <laughs> How about a root, babe? Yeah. <laughs> or come up with the use y o u s e as came up on the Discord chat. Like no, put it. You're out, gone. Sorry, I, I, I get that there are lovely people out there who have different levels of education and all that, but if you said use while something sexy happening, it's probably going to lead to some issues very quickly for all of us. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's... Ooh, that I'll, sounds pretty terrible, but it's, um, you know, it's 
it's the conversation as well. You know, some if you're having if you're trying to have a chat, we like to have a little bit of a chat online first because um, people tend to self-eliminate mm. well if you have a bit of a chat. That sounds really gross. Oh, Hey, Rocket, did you read today's chat? No, why? He self-eliminated. <laughs> he Jesus. himself into the toilet. Hey, 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 some people are into this. He, he didn't yeah. post a picture, did he? <laughs> but we don't, um, we don't play where we live, so we're several hours away from the closest place where we'll play. So it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, people don't necessarily want to have to worry about that they want to send you a message saying you want to come over tonight and that's not what we do yeah Um, so that's another factor of self-elimination if they're not prepared to kind of hang around for a bit have a bit of a conversation it's not going to work um i also imagine for that reason that if you're you know going out of your way to meet up with these people you want to make sure that they're actually going to show up as opposed to have people ghost you all the time yeah so if um somebody doesn't show up for an arranged meet, we would tend to, unless there's a pretty good reason and they've given and they've told you as soon as they can tell you, mm. there's not going to be a second chance. Like if you don't show up, if I'm sitting at the pub waiting and you don't show up, I'm not going to sit at the pub a second time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably only happened once. They've probably disappeared before that. Um, so I think that's only a one-off. Am I probably right? twice, I reckon. Yeah, okay. Um, but you know that's so we've invested a lot of effort. We're you know we're making the effort, and I don't think we're particularly bad at communicating. I don't. Maybe sometimes I'm over enthusiastic, but most of the time I try and keep it relatively calm and just do whatever the other person is is happy with, and try and get that level right. But if you you know if you disappear, then you are shit and we're out. That's it. You're done. Yeah. But I think um, probably we don't tend to message guys much. The, the volume that we are getting is such that that's another step. Mm-hmm. And I, so there's been some relatively recent changes to Red Hot Pie that's just made it a slightly different. Um, and we do tend to pay for the paid membership. And I have messaged some guys that have done a like sort of thing when I recognise that they're guests and their profile is good. Mm. Got a decent profile. It doesn't have to have a lot of photos, just a decent photo, Um, but some information about themselves that makes me think there's probably something in their wording of their message, their what I like and what I'm looking for sort of stuff that says we're probably on the same page. Mm. Like, you know. Well, Mr. Friday night would suggest to me that you know what you're doing in the selection process. So, yes. So he was a guest who I messaged and said, yeah, you probably fit it. And there were a few other things. So there there is certainly some physical stuff in there as well that I would say was typically. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What Rocket was looking for. And so there's that component as well because we all have physical likes and dislikes, but the, that bit about you've got a good profile that makes sense and when we send you a, hey, I see you're a guest, here's your chance, you come back with a decent message, mm. then, you know, now you're two levels above rather than dead shit Dave over there who's on <laughs> a route or whatever it is, yeah. Also, I just want to say, I love the name Mr. Friday Night. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, It's differentiation from Mr. Tuesday Night, or was that Wednesday Night? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, first world problems, man. For reals. Yeah. Back, you know, out uh, where people can actually go and meet other people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry. Must but- be nice. Humble brag. <laughs> really, we did on Friday Night that made things really, this is not explicit, uh, made that was a really good way of doing things is we arranged early drinks. So meet you at six o'clock for drinks because it's Friday night, you know, everyone's working and it's kind of, well, how awkward is it for people to get home, get changed, blah, blah, blah. We'll do the early drinks thing. How about we go, we couldn't get a dinner reservation because people can still travel in WA and so everyone is travelling in WA and so you can't get in anywhere. Mm. So we said, what about we go out for drinks go back to the hotel for a little while and then go out for dinner later and then see where the night takes us. And that was awesome. <laughs> nice, Recommend. nice. Sneaky, right. sneaky. They call that the appetizer. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and plus- it's not only, that, not only that all the West Australians are going out and, and eating and travelling and everything, it's that we haven't let any backpackers in, so we have no service staff. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of third world, first world. So there's world. places that can't meet the capacity of what of the service they could offer in a night because they can't get stuff. Wow. But that's okay. It gives you an excuse to push mm-hmm. your payday to later so you can have mm-hmm. two instead of just one. More time in the bedroom, less time in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, and, and both places are all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they are. So what's one of the hottest experiences that you've had? Was it Mr. Friday Night or are there others that really stick out to you? Remember, you've played with us. I'm kidding. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually a tragic story because. Oh, God. Yeah. Absolute tragedy because not the playing with you guys, by the way, because. (laughs) The probably one of the hottest nights and first nights that we had was with somebody who ghosted. Aww. And didn't just ghost once but ghosted twice, like ghosted and then got back in touch and said, yeah, you know what, there was some stuff going on. It was a bit of a shitty thing to do. I'd really like to make it up to you. Let's arrange another day. And typically we would go, no, fuck off. Um, But we didn't. We said, yeah. Stuff and happens, things get in the way, let's just do that. And he did it again. Oh. And the, well, the worst thing, like I would just go, oh, well, 
write that person off. But the worst thing is that the one play date we had was really, really good. <laughs> oh. Anyway. So typically Rocket um, is probably has in the past certainly been too worried about what I'm doing, how I'm feeling and all that sort of stuff to concentrate on her own stuff. And, and the other person. Uh, and and the other person, you're right, yes. So there's there's three people in the room. She's worried about two of them except herself. Right, mm. right. Yeah, so that has inhibited her capacity, I suspect, to, to get her rocks off. Uh, but this night, so this was one of the, this is probably the first night where I've sat back the whole night in the voyeur's chair in the hotel room and just watched. And it was fucking amazing. Took some really hot photos. Yeah. And so that's a classic. Like this is the first set of photos that Rocket's gone, yep, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. Mm. It's every photo. So, but the the best bit was texting Rocket going while she was still mid doing something going, holy fuck, you just came on the first date with the this is amazing. And so when you've got that, you go, oh, shit, yeah, maybe we'll give him a second chance. Shouldn't have given him a second chance, but, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, at least you got something out of him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But that's still a bummer. Yeah. People, yeah. Like, hey, people drive me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, you know, you just can't take it on. You can't get too deep into it. You just have to go. People have lives and strange shit's happening in their lives. Yeah, and, you know what's going on. And I think that's that's the thing. And I think one thing we didn't really touch on when you're talking about single fellas, at least with our experience on sites like RHP, is I think a lot of them are there for masturbation yeah. purposes. They don't actually have any intention of meeting anyone. I want you to send lots of photos. Yeah, send us lot, send me lots of photos. I'll send you lots of photos. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. I'm, I don't want to talk to you anymore. But we have had a few that, are, you know, you can tell. They have conversations. They want something mm-hmm. more than just the photos. And I think that a lot of them, too, even if you said, okay, let's meet right now, many of them would get cold, cold feet and, and pull out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. But, but that's a better option than getting floppy feet in the bedroom because the pressure is too much and Mm. we had a string of that like rocket was fuck this i'm over it there's no way we're doing this again and i said let's give it one more spin and we gave another spin on the weekend and and it worked out but um it's incredible pressure for a guy i get it that you know a single guy coming into a very strong relationship where we've got a very strong connection. That's a hard thing to do, but they've just got to, you know, the giving people that understanding of how to do that is really hard. Right. They just have to step up and step into it. And if you need a pill, take a pill. If you need whatever, just get in there and take advantage of the opportunity you've been given. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I also yeah. think a lot of, single guys that we've run into as well online we were doing a lot more online stuff is they would forget that we have lives as well and so you know we would be chatting with somebody and then they would be constantly messaging me do you want to get a coffee do you want to get lunch and i'm like i i have 
a job. I have work to do. I can't just drop everything and go meet you at any given time. And so I think that's something that that people kind of forget as well is they're like, oh my God, I really want to make this happen. Let's, let's do it now. And it's like, no, no, we can't do that. Yeah. And sometimes that can be one of the, um, the defining factors in just cutting it off for me is that if the conversation, not so much that just kind of checking in, but if the conversation sort of starts to feel a bit stalkery, mm. you know, then I'm just like, no, don't need that and on to it. Yeah. 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 Um, and particularly if you get a hey you there or something like that, no, fuck off. Like we've got lives. Like and we've been we're pretty honest, our profile is extensive on RHP. It's probably too lengthy, too much detail. And I think that probably weeds a bunch of people out pretty quickly because they go, fuck, these guys are weird. Look how much info they've got in their thing. Um, but I just I think we make it very clear that we are busy and you know we are not in the capital city and that's where we play so we're not going to be available at the drop of a hat and if you can't read that yeah maybe you're not for us yeah 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 no it's it's interesting i, I want to touch on one of the things you were talking about um running into a series of guys that had performance anxiety or performance issues. I think part of the problem is a societal problem in that going back to what we were talking about before they're they feel like they're filling that role of the bull, right? And like, think about like when you describe a man as a bull, you know, it's this probably really muscular guy, younger, uh, they're going to be like really well endowed and like rock hard all the time. And when they finally get into that position, they're like, oh, maybe that's not me. I don't know. And all it takes is one thought like that and there's no way to get back. Uh, But you're right in that, there's medication to prevent that, guys, so you can, you can get it pretty cheap. You can do it. Yeah, and it, it's incredibly fraught with danger for them. Like, if they could, like... You could be they, a serial killer. Yeah, they're dead right. I mean, if you were in Adelaide, they might end up in a 10-gallon in a, in a bucket. I thought it was a barrel. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. 44-gallon drum. Whatever. <laughs> but we won't split the difference between 10 what, and 40. it, snow... Snowtown, Snowtown, Snow, yeah. Snowtown, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Watch We're out. Think about that too much. So yeah, I I feel for the guys. Um, we do try and make them relatively comfortable and and have the conversations about stuff. But it's you know at some stage they've got to step up. If yeah. they're not confident, mm-hmm. yeah. they're not going to do it for rocket. So that if you if we went back to what's hot, confident. Yeah, that's what's going to make for a hot night. And I. Do you want to mention one more hot thing? <laughs> we, we like hot things. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We have oh. notes. Yeah, well, so when we were um, having regular catch-ups with the manicorn, one of the hottest things for me, and so I can judge hot things by one of the flashbacks. Okay. If something comes back fairly regularly, then you know that that was a pretty hot thing. And the three of us had fallen asleep in the same bed, and um, I was feeling naughty, and... You know, I probably had a leg over him and, you know, was had my head in his chest and we were all asleep and then and the manicorn woke up and he was on, I had my back to him and he just went, yeah, I reckon I'm going there. And, and he just initiated while I was still semi-asleep and I just went, oh, yeah, this is like like the confidence to go, mm-hmm. another man's wife, another man's bed, but I'm going to do this. That was 
really hot. Okay, that is that is pretty. That's yeah. hot. I like that. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, I was sleeping between two guys that were like furnaces and fuck, it was hot. Well, there was that. <laughs> and I think the other, the other hot thing that you would mention, which is on that naughty scale, but not the, the dirty naughty, is the stuff like walking down the street holding someone else's hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, it's those just, they're a bit naughty. And if someone spotted, and we've done that for so, some of our close friends, we've caught up. And then the manicorns come in and Rocket's been up the front with the manicorn holding his hand or whatever. And I know that's rocking her boat. That's, <laughs> that is clearly doing it for her. Or you walk, like I remember one point I was walk, I was at a bar and you know how you lean forward, you've got your arms on the bar and you kind of lean forward to your butt sticking out a little bit. And the manicorn walked up behind me and had his hand, not on my butt, but just on the, on your waist kind of thing. Yeah. And that is so hot because it's that, it's that proprietary kind of touch, like mm-hmm. I'm confident enough to do this and also around public. Um, that's really hot. So, yeah, I like that kind of stuff. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have to admit that is something that we do quite often with partners, you know, just yeah. friends even, <laughs> is that we'll cuddle up with opposite, you know, not each other. You know, other partners, you know. yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I, I remember uh, – a couple of years ago when we were allowed to have Christmas parties, uh, we, uh, Leo met us as Angela's company's Christmas party was ending and we were all going to, uh, the Imperial hotel, which is, if you don't know where that is, uh, that is the beginning of, uh, Priscilla queen of the desert. That's where it starts. So we were going there for some drinks and dancing and, uh, mm-hmm. he and I were holding hands walking in front of the people that she works with. Mm-hmm. And like, because everybody knows and, yeah. and none yeah. of us really care, yeah. but it was kind of, if you're right, it feels like, Oh my gosh, it I feels a little dirty. This. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Um, so I, I'm curious because this is, I, I go, again, I, I watch, um, some porn, you know, we watch, we all watch a little bit of porn. Uh, do you all play safe or is it condom usage or is it, are there options out of condoms or how does that work? We've talked about um, doing the testing, like if we've been having long-term arrangements with somebody, doing the testing so that we don't have to use condoms, but you're still at at the mercy of somebody else being as upfront as you're being. You know, there's there's vested interests in not necessarily being as upfront and so we just don't go there. It's just... Mm -hmm. So I have to, it's probably worth saying that Rocket isn't a fan of condoms in the least. So, they you know. They suck that, up all the moisture. I know. I don't like them either. Yeah, yeah. And so that, you know, that's a real, you've got that risk assessment sort of stuff happening yet again and how much of a risk are you prepared to take. And I'm going to say there's something hot about the sloppy seconds there. I agree, right? Thank you. Thank you, Naughty. Like, that is something that I've thought about a lot, is that there's something sexy about sloppy sex. Like, But that's even why we tried the female condom, because we were like, right. oh, maybe we can do it using that and but still be somewhat and safe. But was like fucking a trash can bag, right? <laughs> It was, like, it was terrible. Like, it's this giant ring that hangs out of her and like... It's not sexy to put in. It wasn't sexy to put in. 
they're not. But, you know, they do have their uses. We have tried them when um, performance issues have been a problem, but yeah. primarily if the problem is caused by somebody who's maybe just come out of a long-term relationship and they haven't played with condoms. Yeah. So they don't really know what they're doing. So we'll try it with the female ones and also tell them to go home and practice wanking with a condom on. <laughs> Honestly, that. I've done that too. Yeah, yeah. 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 It works. It works. Or if you have a partner, you know, use a condom with them, even though you normally don't. But that's a great, great advice. I hadn't yeah. actually thought about it uh, using a female condom for performance anxiety, but that makes sense too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have to stop and put the guy's condom on. So yeah. Helps. Yeah. It's like, let's go in. Mm-hmm. Just just don't look down there. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, just call me Oscar the Crotch. <laughs> Are you calling it a trash can? Honestly, female condoms make the lady parts look like, or any part that you shove it into, because you could put it in the anus as well. Because that ring, it just looks like some kind of trash can. Mm. And it looks like, you know, how you take the plastic and you stretch it over the top of the trash can? That's what I, I'm always mm-hmm. reminded of whenever I look at it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just picturing Oscar sticking his head out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The little green fuzzy guy <laughs> popping out and going, get out of my home. I'd be happy for Oscar to be my code name. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my God. That's just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so we've played with friends where she and I were 69ing and he was fucking her and he came in her and then I went to get finished going down on her. And like all I'm thinking is this would be so much fun if this was Angela. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It was great because it was her and like she's wonderful as well. But mm-hmm. like, you know, it's kind of it, again, it goes back to that um, something that I think that hot wifing and cuckolding comes back down to and I think we can distill it down to is unfortunately ownership right it -hmm. does come down to doesn't matter if it's which gender it is but this is my partner and like and they're doing something that sort of breaks the ownership thing or at the same time reinforces the ownership because I'm allowing it to happen and like there's this really weird dance that goes on it's a bit of push pull yeah, yeah and i really like it uh, there's there's something that's really cool about it and yeah. great except the, the name <laughs> well i think that component that you were just talking about bradford about doing the cleanup that's in the real for me my vision of that is in the humiliation sort of oh, so you of- do like the humiliation yeah. then do you no, would, oh so you no, wouldn't I'm do not, one- i'm not doing the cleanup like oh, okay. <laughs> There's, I think I am one of the least squeamish guys in the world, but I've met someone better than me now, and it's you. Like I just, <laughs> I just so many oh. things I'd go, oh whatever, I'll fucking yes, I'll stick my head down there. There's blood, I don't care. I'm just going like it's. But if there's a bunch of splooge down there, I don't care whether it's yours, mine, or whoever's, I'm struggling a bit more here now. And it's hard for me to admit this because I picture myself as very, I don't give a fuck. I'm just, it's all good, but it's not for all good for that one. I got to be honest, man. Like, I'm kind of disappointed that we've known each other for what, four or five years, and you're just now saying that I'm better than you? Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I understand. I actually, there's been times where Angela's been riding me, and I'm like, all right, as soon as I come, get up and sit on my face. Yeah, uh, yeah. because you so know, I've got 
theory, but I don't got the practice. Like I go, I go, yeah, yeah, that that sounds really like it could be really hot. And then once I've done, I'm going, nah, you get like, nah, nah. Well, it has to be immediate because I'm the same way. Because in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be great. It has this to gonna be, be so like sexy. Two seconds, um, yeah. But yeah. then if there if the timing is perfect then i can just keep going and then so long refractory period uh mm-hmm. but the other problem you have is what ends up happening is this like snail trail of what looks like bird droppings up your chest <laughs> like because it's like plop plop like, i can't even do it like i can't even make a sound that i don't know <laughs> just but it plops onto my chest and then it's then you feel it like both running and drying at the same time, which is one of those magical things that comes seems to do. How does it even do that? It can be a <laughs> like extremely sticky and dry, but also watery and running down to your armpits. It's mm-hmm. just yeah, it's great. And if it gets wet, that adds a whole new dimension to it. Like uh, Yeah, then it's clumpy. You go in the shower, now it's clumpy. How, what are you made of? <laughs> but I do think you're performing a valuable community service there because Angela does not have to sleep in the wet patch because it's all over your chest. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Honestly, uh, in the recent past, Angela, I I sometimes feel like she's going to be like, you know, get the fuck out because she'll get off of me and then just kind of throw the towel at me, like, clean yourself up. (laughs) (laughs) And that is true love. (laughs) At least it's our own branded towel. Hey, at least I give him a towel. Come on. (laughs) Well, we recently talked about the fact that we have been together for over 20 years but we're still not smart enough to make sure we can reach tissues in the bedroom so we both have uh in our side drawers we have cum rags Mm -hmm. uh multiples because you never know uh in our playroom now we have the oss towels that sit in the on the couch we've got a stack of uh cum rags over on our little condom drawer thing and then we now have a a laundry hamper in the playroom that way we don't have to walk it all the way back out yeah hashtag planning and and i i do try to be pretty okay with like if we're getting to a position where i'm further away from cum rags just to at least grab one for you know the very beginning bits and just have so it nearby. Are you the organized angel? <laughs> yeah, <God. laughs> but we've got two of your comrades now, so we not your users, but as in your. <laughs> yeah, because those cost extra. And <laughs> 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 plant them around the place. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Which is unfortunate when one of the children helps hang out the washing at some point or something like that, and you go, uh-huh. oh, "I don't yeah. know what they're yeah. thinking there." <laughs> I know what they're thinking. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Why is this towel so stiff? <laughs> <laughs> and it's been through the watch already. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, it's called fabric softener. <laughs> so, do you guys have any other stories, interesting tidbits, anything you'd like to bring up? what was hard nose for us oh yeah yeah let's talk about your hard what are hard nose hard nose one of them is um this is probably going to sound really awful but one of them is smoking Mm. oh no we're with you there Mm -hmm. um and amanda con was a smoker snuck through yeah and it was fine for me surprisingly because i would never have you know i wouldn't choose that and i have kissed smokers before and they're true it's true it's like licking an ashtray um 
But actually it was okay for me. But we were one night we were playing and I think we were overseas with him and Naughty just said to me, don't kiss me, I can't kiss you. You taste revolting. Wow, secondhand oh, wow. smoke. Yeah, Interesting. It was, and it wasn't just on my face as in, you know, it was breath because you're breathing in, you know, and that's that's made us go, well, actually, that needs to be yeah. pretty low because that's not good. I don't want him to say he's not kissing me. <laughs> no, no, I, like that was a really hard thing to say. Like, and I think I probably put up with a fair bit beforehand and just went, it's just, you know, the price you pay or whatever. And then I just reached that saturation point and went, oh, no, I can't do it. And so we had some, there were some hot moments actually where, you know, we'd be walking back from a bar or whatever and there'd be various stops along the way with snogging and all that sort of stuff. And Rocket would have lipstick spread over most of her face <laughs> through that sort of process, which sounds gross, but it was not hot as far as hot. I'm concerned. But hot as far as he's concerned. Yeah, and hot as far as the manicorn was yeah. concerned as well. So the guys are going, yeah, that's pretty shit hot. And she's going, oh, don't look at me like it's revolting. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that involves a whole lot of spit and all that sort of stuff in that process. Oh. And it was, you know, at the end of one of those moments to go, actually, I don't want to kiss you and I have to say this, mm. was a really hard thing. And that was, um, it was an interesting occasion. And we just discussed this today, thanks to you guys, about how you make that statement and how, what your judgments of what the other person is going to feel. And mm. for me, it was particularly hard because I did not, want rocket to feel bad like that you know it's not her fault it's not it was just part of the, mm. the mix of things or any of that sort of stuff and to say to someone nah you stink i, I know you said that to angela earlier bradford <laughs> with that no, but, that was me oh sorry rocket said that thanks <laughs> a lot putting words in my mouth dude you're kind of a dick <laughs> <laughs> which is why you love me i mean yeah, I mean, I guess you love what you eat. <laughs> so, yeah, that sort of stuff's really hard. And that, that is part of the, you know, you're going to wear some of those things. So making that a hard no has been pretty strong with us. And I suspect there will come an occasion where we're in a couple situation and some hot girl is there and I'm going, I just have to say no now because I have to stand on my principles. It's or okay. You can say yeah, but. <laughs> you can, Or you can say yeah once. I mean, <laughs> Like I think that's uh, that's a good point. It's like uh, hard rules are are yeah they're hard rules, but there's also you you make leeways for certain things. Like I'm not a, I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of smokers. However, there have been like there have been people who smoke that I'm like okay I don't have a problem with this because maybe the smoke doesn't stick to them the same way or maybe they smoke a different kind of cigarette or uh, you know brand or something but something's different about it like mm. let's be really realistic marble red versus marble light are quite different mm -hmm. uh and so yeah you can make you're not marrying this person so no you know. but you're right though people do wear it differently yeah you want to put absolutely smell of stale cigarette smoke and yeah. yeah and there's a big difference and i don't want to be mean to anyone about that but it's just if you don't smoke it's very um overwhelming yeah. that's mm -hmm. 
and we've had friends who were smokers who we've played with, but they wouldn't smoke for like two or three hours before they played with us. They yeah. would like immediately before seeing us, they would be brushing their teeth. They carried uh, um, mouthwash with them at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, I, those people are kind of like, they're uh, cool. I understand. That's great. I'm going to give you a lot more leeway. Yeah. 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 Uh, so any other hard nose? If I get a message from someone immediately followed, like, you know, hey, how you going? And it's immediately followed by a dick pic and there's been no conversation and no, um, you know, I, I might give a bit of leeway in that. I might say, yeah, that's not really a thing to send unsolicited dick pics. Nice to check first. And if they go, oh, sorry, and then have a conversation, maybe I'll get them, cut people off from that. But, but that does sort of make me go, Ugh. Reminds me of my father's. <laughs> They'll stop then. <laughs> Is that so you, yeah. Dad? <laughs> I think the best one I ever heard, and it goes around a bit, was someone saying, Are you sending me a kid's dick photo? Like, that's fucking <laughs> gross. I'm going to report you. And the other person yeah. goes, oh, no, no, I wasn't. Don't send me kid dick photo. I've got to report you now. Oh, that's disturbing. It's <laughs> that <laughs> a brilliant a, reaction. It's a bit mean. Um, but, you know, you probably should know by now that maybe consent's a thing and you should check first. But I mean, you know, if you have a television or a radio or a, a, any kind of, you know, mm. yeah, if, if you've been part of media over the last five years, yeah, you should know. I mean, realistically, if you're a good human being, you should know. But Yes. yes. I mean, the, the other side of that is we do live in a very – bogan um society here in western australia that's just what it is and not everybody has the same level of education or the same like so i have to say our growth in the time that we've been doing this so how long have we been doing this done i do not know even a year that's a long time pick a year pick a year um 2010? So 2007, I looked at the first photos of <laughs> our first play date today, 1st of February 2007, to be exact. It, what, and so that wasn't that night, it was the next day. But anyway, that's fine. Actually, I think something with that day. But they weren't of that occasion because that wasn't the, the thing to do at that time. But going back to the other part of the story, I think... I have grown massively in that time period and I've certainly grown massively since uh, listening to people like yourselves and and a bunch of others that can educate me about stuff that I know fuck all about and, you know, have fuck all exposure to because yeah. that's, that's the channel that I'm working in and you guys are working in this channel and, you know, the, the, the sex workers are working in this channel over here or whoever it is, like, that opportunity through podcasting in particular to grow yourself a bit and understand things from another spectrum, another side of things is just been incredibly valuable. So I sort of, I have this little bit of me that sometimes goes, I'll just do the education bit. And I understand why a lot of people just don't have the, the background power for that anymore and just go, oh, go get fucked. Like, mm-hmm. and I do sometimes too, but 
a lot of the time I'll, you know, I'll hunt out one of those things that says, why would you send me a dick pic yeah. photo and yeah. click that picture them and just make that my response, um, particularly when I'm getting them and not rocket like fucking hell. Hey, I apologised um, about that, all right? <laughs> you did, but you read, read the article, so at least you learned something. So I, like I get why people don't get it yeah. because yeah. it's just not. And I, I have less forgiveness for younger people, and that, that's bad, but I have less forgiveness for younger people because, like, they are so much smarter than we are. Like, they're so much further advanced and so much more forgiving and all that stuff. They got their shit together way more than I had. And they're also, well, I think a lot of that's because they're exposed to media a lot sooner in life than what, of course, we were. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we were around when TVs were invented. (laughs) (laughs) Joking, I'm joking. None of us were around. We were around when they got colored. I I will say one thing that I have gotten started doing, uh, at least on Grindr, is when I get led with a dick pic, I will respond like, honestly, if this is the best thing you have to offer, if that's if this is what you think is your best quality, we're not going to get along. Like, if all you are is a penis, like, why do I need you? There's dildos, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't need you. I could go to a glory hole and get the exact same thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know how I knew we were going to get along with Mister Friday Night was when we were talking about pictures and stuff, and he he asked, "Did I want him to send a dick pic?" And I said, "No." And um, and when we met, he said, "You know." the people who are going to respond to or make a decision about meeting me based on my dick pic and not the people I want to meet. Yeah, that's great. That's actually really good, yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you really, if somebody asks you, like, can I send you a dick pic? And they're like, yeah, please. If you send them a picture of Richard Nixon and they still want to meet you, that's probably a no. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that it sort of feeds back into that, you know, if your profile is – Big Niner as your profile name, and all you've got is a dick pic there. Like, no, well, I suspect no, we're probably not going <laughs> to click here. Big yeah. so- Niner, what is it? <laughs> Are we going to meet up over a CV? Was there a Niner in there? <laughs> yeah, hey there, Smokey. <laughs> I'm going to put that up as my profile. Even I'm not <laughs> hey there, Big Niner, what's your 1020? Over. <laughs> Got a couple of smokies uh, coming up on your ass. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do CB. <laughs> Over. So before we wrap everything up about hot wifing, cuckolding, stag vixen, uh, I just wanted to run through a few potential negatives because we've talked about a lot of good things that come from it and a lot of different ways that you can approach it. But there are some negatives, and one of them we've kind of touched on a little bit, uh, in that there can be pressure on a partner to do something they may not be comfortable with, and that can be either partner, either the one who is the voyeur or the one who is participating, or even the third person. Um, and again, that's where the communication comes in as to what are the expectations, what does the scenario need to look like, and having the the trust in your partners that everybody's going to speak up if you know something happens and, and they need to. Um, another potential negative, of course, is jealousy, uh, and that's always going to be a possibility, but again, communication can help a lot with that. Yeah. You touched on that on the, on talking about your overseas trip. I think that was, uh, born of jealousy. Yep. Yep. A lack of understanding. So again, just talking to your partners and knowing what is it 
again, I like how how you talked earlier about always assume the best, you know, that you're assuming that whatever your partner is doing or whatever's happening, it's coming from a good place. And and I think that's a really, really good way to look at it and, and a probably a fair assumption to make, especially in a long-term relationship. Also, you have to be careful to um, that you're building intimacy in these scenarios and not building walls. So you don't want to, again, this is going back to assuming the best out of your relationship, but you don't want to ever give another partner, you, you don't want to look at it as ammunition, right? You want to build the, the intimacy. You don't want it to be ammunition to, as something to use against them at a potential time in the future. Um, and yeah, not having agreed upon boundaries, which if you're going into this kind of scenario, you really should have those conversations ahead of time as far as rules, boundaries, and afterwards as well, because as we all know, going through this lifestyle, it changes. Yeah, we've, we've all certainly grown, and rules have gone out the window, rules have changed, new ones may have come in. It all changes with time. You hear that conversation ad infinitum if you listen to podcasts about rules changing and how they, but you just don't know how they're going to work Yeah, when you get into a scenario, and every situation is different. Yeah, So you can have a situation, you can have rules that you agree to, and then all of a sudden, we're in this situation. I cannot make this situation work with this set of rules. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Yeah. And that's yeah. where, that's where the um, assuming the best and sort of going with the flow thing. Adapt or die, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was an interesting point you made about that, um, the connection-y sort of stuff. Like you would hear a lot on uh, maybe it's the cuckold podcast or whatever but there's a lot of people talk about that reclaiming well even even swing it podcast yeah we'll talk about that afterwards. and and i sort certainly sort of get that i it, there there is an element of that um I, I think you know there's an element of re-establishing the connection and all those sorts of things there's an element of using the head of your cock to scoop their sperm out, you know, all those sorts of things. I mean, there are so- probably better tools that you could use. But, you know, like your your mouth can be quite the suction. Oh, stop it. Oh, you waggle that tongue around in there. You can get all the corners. Because, you know, most vaginas have corners. Um, so, yeah, I, that, I think there is an, an element of that in a lot of these these things afterwards. But there's also an element of fuck off, I am too sore, I am battered and bruised, isn't there? There is. This weekend. <laughs> Which I certainly get, you know, and it and it is part of the um, the fun of life of just the little things that make you go afterwards, hey, that was a pretty shit hot night. Mm. And- uh, I thought you were going to say those little things that make you say, hey, roll over, I'll just go in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Monday yet. (laughs) (laughs) Monday anal day. (laughs) But Bradford, what you're saying about adapt or die, I know you were joking, but that's actually what it is. For us, if if we had a period of time where we would have these experiences and then we'd have some really quite intense conversations after these experiences, you might have to have them more than once and you'd Mm. be going, we're talking about the same fucking thing again. Why? I don't. I feel like I'm being punished for what happened here and it had to get to that. Um, like for me, I was just going, this is not worth it. Like why are we doing this? This is causing us to argue. Yeah. And so we had to evolve past that. Right. Adapt yeah. stop what you're doing. I mean, and I, I wasn't 
really joking because like adapt or die. I mean, that's basically what it is. You know, yeah. you've got to like die is a harsh word, but you're right. Like you said, adapt or stop doing what you're doing, um, which yeah. means the practice has to die. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is a really good conversation to have about, do you want to do this? Because if we're going to continue with this conversation, we're not doing it anymore. That lays out a boundary that if we're going to keep this conversation up, then the fun you get out of this is stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How much fun is that worth for you just to roll over and go, I need to shut the fuck up about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm at a seven. I need myself to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up is what you want to do. You don't want to just right, right. Yeah, and to be more clear and concise with my needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is dead right. I need to just align myself with this and move on, or say, "No, you're right. This mm-hmm. hasn't worked, and we can't do it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Let's uh, we'll wrap this up. Yes. Um, tell everybody your Twitter handle because I know you have like eleven and a half thousand followers, and uh, you could always use more. You've been following me and looking at my profile, happy. <laughs> yeah, like it's amazing. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Um, yeah, so, I know why too. She's sitting right yeah. there. <laughs> Naughty three sum with the three being the numeral. Excellent. So that's N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-3-S-O-M-E. Yes. Yes. And thank you very much, Rocket and Naughty, for being on with us and sharing your experiences. Yes, definitely go follow them. They post some amazing pictures, Mm -hmm. uh, some just delightful, dark, wonderful, sexy things. And, uh, yeah, everything they post makes uh, Twitter a little better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Aw, thanks. (laughs) I don't post anything. There you go. You pose. Yes, thank you all both so much for your time, for your expertise, for your like just your willingness to chat about uh, your you know who you are, what makes you tick, and what turns you on. Thank you. It's good You're fun. Welcome. Thanks for having. So once again, we want to say thank you very much to Naughty and Rocket for coming on and talking to us. It was very lovely to have a chat with them. Yes, and to get their experiences and opinions and. Yeah, just kind of see how they how, how they do things. How they roll. Yeah. And plus, we were lucky enough to be able to look at their sexy faces the entire mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, sorry, podcast folks. Yeah. You just get to listen to their sexy talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you much, so much to them. Uh, if you want to message us, you can uh, shoot us an email, theadamsoflove at gmail.com, or hit us up on any of our socials. We are at By The By Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitterverse. Or you can join us on our live Discord chat. How do you do that? You go to patreon.com slash by the by podcast. It's little as 50 cents an episode, people. That's nothing. Come on. Bring it on. And uh, we'll see you next week. Next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 